Welcome to the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. I'm Lori Rivers with you, here to help you with your inspiration to get those aspirations out in the world. Well, we are two weeks away from 2023. How crazy is that? I told you from the end of July, it was just going to race forward, and here we are. There's a very busy week ahead, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Jupiter ingressing into Aries and the new moon in Capricorn and what that means for you. And we'll talk a little bit about manifestation as well, of course. And as always, we'll do our patron shout outs. And we're having a wonderful conversation with astrologer Rita. I have trained her and continue to mentor her in her professional journey. And it was just such a pleasure to have a conversation with her about her philosophy, how she approaches readings. And uh, I think you'll enjoy hearing about her favorite house and it'll put a new spin on something taken for granted. That and more tonight on the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. Well, my, oh my, time is flying by. I thought today was Thursday, but it's Friday, December 16th. And that just says everything we need to know. Time feels wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, to quote Doctor Who. And we are two weeks away from 2023. What a year it has been. Huh? It's been wild. Um, We have a wild end to 2022. And, oh Lord, it's crazy energy. And this weekend, this weekend is going to be pretty crunchy because we have the moon in Libra slamming into those planets in Capricorn in a square. And it, it, it could be messes at malls, public violence, Um, We're definitely going to hear about more liberation movements around the world, you know, so people wanting progressive values, fairness, equality, up against patriarchal authoritarian structures. We may even hear more about domestic violence. Now, I talked about this in the Crunch Report for all of my patrons. If you are in a situation, in a relationship that is dysfunctional, understand that emotional control financial control, um, psychological control, it can turn physical. However, domestic violence isn't just physical. Okay, so it makes me sad that we're in the 21st century and we still have to have these conversations. But if you don't feel safe emotionally, you're not safe. Okay, And I just really want to highlight that. It's really important. Okay. Because this moon that we're in right now, December 16th to the 18th, is really going to highlight what is not in balance, what isn't fair, what is out of line. And um, it doesn't matter how smart you are. It doesn't matter how professional you are. It doesn't matter what social class you come from. It doesn't matter what kind of family you grew up in. 
okay? It is really easy to end up in an imbalanced situation, especially those of you who found yourself in relationships during the pandemic, or maybe you were wanting to leave before the pandemic and, you know, just because the relationship wasn't working out and then the lockdowns happen, and then how do you extricate yourself? It's hard enough to end a relationship in the first place. Okay. Now I'm not saying everybody's going to end their relationships, but I'm just saying if you are in a toxic situation, then it is time to start looking at what do you want for you and how can you get it. Do not feel that you cannot achieve your dreams. Do not feel it is too late for you. Do not, I don't care how young you are, how old you are. You are never past it. I know I've been there. Okay. I know what it feels like. And again, Uh, Domestic violence is not always somebody hitting someone or forcing themselves physically. I know we've slid backwards, guys. But if somebody is holding you back by sabotaging your plans, by being overly dependent, by, uh, for no good reason, um, emotionally controlling, isolating you from friends and family, that's domestic violence. Now, sometimes there's resources, sometimes there's not, but there's always a way. There's always a way. Okay. Yes. Am I dealing with that in my own life with people I love? Yes. Yes, I am. Deep breath with me, guys. We're going to breathe in and out. (laughs) Because that's how we deal with the crunchiness of the square energy deep breaths. So that leads us into next week where we have Jupiter moving into Aries. I talked about this last week. We have the winter solstice or the solstice because a lot of you are in the Southern Hemisphere. I love that people from 68 countries listen to my podcast. That is so awesome. So it's the solstice. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it's the summer solstice. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it is the winter solstice. So it is a time of big energy, okay? Now, the great thing about the solstice is it's where the balance changes. It is. It's where the balance changes. We go f- from the either the longest day of the year for the summer solstice or the shortest day of the year, and we start to build towards an equinox. And so the next one is the Aries, and that's where we have equal light morning and night okay are the equinoxes and so for those of us in the northern hemisphere it might feel really dark right now it might feel really dreary it might even feel hopeless that's why around the world there are winter holidays especially in the northern hemisphere because that's unfortunately where the bias is culturally but where it gets dark for long periods of time, <laughs> there are holidays to celebrate because we need a little extra something fun because it's easy to get depressed with the lack of sunlight. We need that sunlight to thrive. So <clears throat> there's going to be light all right on the solstice. 
and it's going to be squaring off with Jupiter and Aries. I expect some fireworks. And if you want to know more about that, I talked about that in the last podcast episode. So the one right before this one, I know I, I create a lot of content, but you can binge listen. Okay. And then we have the new moon in Capricorn. Now that is something else. It is, it is a very powerful new moon. And I promised you an episode and that's what we're doing today. And um, at the end of this episode, I'm going to talk about what you can do personally as a manifestation practice. But for right now, let's talk about what this means for the world. Because it's very volatile. No, it's not World War III. I don't necessarily see World War III the way we imagine it being. I think it's very economic. Um, I've said all along, I don't think we're going to have any kind of missiles action except those that go awry or there's an accident of some kind or a sabotage of some kind. But I don't see an outright, like, the way World War II started. I mean, even with the Ukraine situation, I think they're doing a containment policy on that. That's what it looks like to me. Not that it's fun to live with if you're living through it. You know, all war is horrendous. All of it is. Um, I don't think there's ever a good reason to have a war except for tiny egos doing egregious things. You know? We will see some tremendous weather events with this new moon. We will see some political chaos with this new moon. And that could be big announcements. It could be the start of a legal issue, a legal process. Um, Could be to do with Trump. It could be announcements around that. Will it be indictments? It could be. It could be. I still have a feeling um, if we see indictments, they'll be before the House flips because the Republicans have a majority. So I think the DOJ will probably move before that. And again, this isn't exactly Donald's month, is it? If you're a patron, remember the pinned post is in the in the Patreon where I gave the information back in June. And there's multiple podcasts I did, including some about Mark Meadows, etc. And now is the time to join Patreon if you're not already, because I will be raising the tiers prices. And everybody who is currently a patron will retain their pricing. And at the end of the podcast, I'll talk a little bit more about what we're going to do in 2023 when I talk about manifesting. It's volatile energy. With the new moon in Capricorn squaring off with Jupiter in Aries, we're looking at two cardinal energies, which are both starters, conflicting between structure and expansion. And it's a little bit like Clash of the Titans. And I think we're going to see people trying, you know, that have been trying to hold on to the old, being forced to deal with the new realities that we're living with. Um, These could be anything to do with public policy, 
I think we'll definitely see some failed infrastructure. And I also think um, we could see some explosive events worldwide, actual explosions. Um, They might be petrochemical. They might be chemical plants. They could be, um, it could be weather. Now, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, this could be weather-related bushfires, wildfires of all kinds. There's a horrible drought in South America. This could deal with climate change. Jeez, Lori, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, but that's the lowest form of the energy. It's the lowest form of the energy. The higher forms of the energy. We could see new leadership appear and push the envelope. We could see younger people taking their voice and, and making some political leverage. We could see... Um, Authority is trying to push back with an old playbook and it being met with new kinds of resistance, just as we have been, but really kicking off a new cycle. The holidays will be interesting with this new moon energy ringing out um, because remember, the moon stays in a phase for three and a half days and it changes signs every two and a half days. So on Christmas Day... Um, (laughs) yeah, that energy is still going to be ringing out. Um, and it, it will be fascinating to see what happens. Um, there's a lot coming. 2023 is going to be a very, very volatile year. Regardless of what this creator on TikTok said, there's this white guy doing Ming astrology, you know, really badly. And Ming astrology is Chinese um, zodiacal with the animals. Okay. And it's actually far more complex than what I've dabbled. I would never attempt to appropriate it because it's, it's a very complex system. It's not just about animals and elements. There's a lot to it. Um, and then there's Batsi. And if you really want to know about Batsi, because that's at the root of feng shui, uh, follow Ask Eddie Amy on TikTok. She is amazing and uh, a very wonderful practitioner. And so I, I would refer you to her. Uh, but people, like he was saying, oh, it's a rabbit year, so it's going to calm down. And I was like, Have, you don't know anything about rabbits. I raised rabbits. <laughs> Cute and cuddly and sweet until you scare them or threaten them. <laughs> they can kick, they can bite, and when they bite, and they really bite, they don't let go. Um, they're skitterish. Yeah, if you hand raise them. But uh, yeah, anyway, rabbit is not always placid and. There's no more dangerous person than somebody who is frightened, okay? And it's water. It's a water rabbit here. Water is not always placid, okay? Hang out at the ocean someday. Be by a river after a rain. So I think we're going to see, in the Northern Hemisphere, I think we're going to see some uh, some flooding in 2023. Um uh, It's going to be an interesting year. 
and I will go through the 2023. Um, I'll make a podcast for you guys. That'll be before before the end of the year. <laughs> oh my God, the way the time is flying. So what do you do with this new moon energy? Well, before I talk about manifesting at the end, let me talk about what you do with this internal pressure between the desire to move yourself forward and expand into your goals, hopes, and dreams, and yet be in your security, right? They're sometimes more competing than you'd think. The desire to be secure with the desire to be um, expansive sometimes don't work well together when we're holding two different mindsets. And it's really important to check your mindset with this new moon. We might want to hold on to this is how it is. You know, I listened, I went to school, I got the degree, I got the job. And am I happy? Right. Am I happy? Um, This is how families are supposed to act. Yeah. If, if my family is a real family, it's got a mom and a dad and two kids and two dogs and a cat and a picket fence. Those are all ideals that have been spun and are actually not true to the human condition. Those are cultural stories. And it's time things changed. It doesn't mean those are bad stories, but they may not be the story you need in order to expand and in order to start something new we have to let go of something and from now until that new moon we all have to let go of certain things especially with Jupiter in Pisces until the 20th we can let go of some of the illusions It's not an illusion to want success. It's not an illusion to want happiness. It's not an illusion to want to be reasonably content. It's not an illusion to want and need love. But if you think it's coming from outside of yourself, when you talk to yourself like you are undeserving of it, if your inner monologue is toxic you can't see the opportunities around and for you okay you've got to let go of some narratives so you can grab on to the new possibilities and we don't do that in big sweeping steps we don't jump off a bridge into the unknown Very few people can do that and land on their feet. With this new moon starting in the early, early degrees of Capricorn, it's a small but magnificant step. It is changing one idea, one habit, one thought about what it is to be secure, what you need to be secure how you can be secure and then match it up with your desire to expand yourself because if you want to expand it isn't what you do it isn't even how you do it 
it's how you think and perceive yourself that matters first. Because if you're busy telling yourself people like you don't get ahead, you're past it, you're not qualified, you're not as good as the other people, or I wish I could, but I don't, X, Y, Z, then you can't move forward. You're going to stay where your perceptual reality remains. That's not just metaphysics. That's neuroscience. Okay. Think about it. When you were a little kid and you were on the playground, there were bars to play with or a climbing wall or something. And if you were not able to do that because you were afraid, you know, and, you, and I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. You couldn't do it. Now, it's not a blame. It doesn't mean you were weak. It doesn't mean there was something wrong with you. It just means that in that moment, your reality was you couldn't do it. And if people made fun of you, it made it harder, right? Because it reinforced the thought. But maybe somebody came up one day and said, I'll try it with you. Let's just do one at a time. And next thing you knew, you'd swung through the bars or you'd climbed up the climbing wall, even though you were still a little nervous. That's the attitude I want you to take with this. Be gentle and kind to yourself as you stretch a little more, as you stretch what you believe is possible. That's important as we approach this new moon. And I'll tell you more what you can do to prepare for it at the end of the podcast. So stay with me. Next, next, we're doing patron shout outs. It's time for my favorite part of the podcast. It's time for patron shout outs. Hey, if you're not a patron yet, get on in and join. I'd love to hit over 700 by the end of the year. We got two weeks left. I'm only a couple away. If you've been on the fence, remember you get to retain the 2022 pricing for whatever tier you join. Okay. And then we've got Everything going up to 5 and 15 instead of 3 and 11. It it doesn't matter where you join. Just jump in, okay? Um, Let's take a look at our patrons, our new patrons. When you join, you get a shout-out. Here we go. All right. We have PTK, Madison, Louise, AC, Nicole, Cece, Angela, Monica, Margie, Britt, Monica, Megan, Terry, Tara, Priscilla, TM, Alyssa, Sarah, Jay, Sasha, Caitlin, Amanda, Claire, Mary, Jeffon, Angie, Tara, Chaslin, Jennifer, Kat, Caitlin, Becky, Suli, Anita, Lilith, Whitney, Caitlin, Nikki, Monica, Pamela, Bryson, Katie, Jen, Roz, Mimi, Alyssa, Kathleen, Suzanne, Jeannie, Dulcie, Amy, Carrie, Beth, Cam, Kristen, Aaron, and Bethany. Oh my gosh, thank you guys. We are almost at 700 patrons. 
That is crazy sauce. Now, sometimes, sometimes life gets in the way and I miss a horoscope. So I've decided because, you know, there gets to be a certain point, like I'm going to get it up, I'm going to get it up. And and then just life runs away with me, right? Like over the last couple of days with life kind of hitting me between the traps. So I've decided going forward, if I miss one, we're going to go live in Discord. I'll record it as well. And then everybody can, you know, that is um, at the $11 level, we'll get, or I'll send out a link to Zoom because then I'll put it up. I can't go live in Discord for it, dang it. But I can do it um, on Zoom. I can do that. And then people don't miss the horoscope. Um, Because sometimes I am just running for everything I've got. It's crazy. So... I look forward to seeing you in 2023. I have some super fun stuff that I'm going to be doing next year. So beyond that, I am going to start a special tier where I do many learning podcasts for astrology. Yeah. Yeah. Many learning podcasts. I figured it out. Because if I write it too much, I'm using my eyeballs. So we're trying to save Lori's eyes. Because they're getting really tired. So I've been trying to think of ways I can support you for supporting me. And that's one of the ways. So there'll be patron-only podcasts. So I'll talk about that more when I have it all figured out. All the logistics. All right, my friends, we have the lovely Rita with me who needs two more hours to complete her training. So, patrons, you know what to do. You've got a special discount code. Um, and just because I want her to finish her training, I've put them in the description of the podcast as well. I don't do that all the time, but once in a while. So welcome back, Rita. How you doing? Hi, Lori. Uh, I, I'm doing great. Um, I think um, it was an interesting few months. You know, I, I had like a few sessions throughout these few months, but I think like it, it's really important for me to fully be present for myself and my clients. Mm-hmm. And I'm back in such position and, you know, like I I have such respect for people who have the courage to discover their paths further Mm -hmm. and find you know instruments how they want to orient themselves in like the ever-changing you know world exactly astrology Yeah. yeah yeah and I was literally digging through my own chart for a bit too so that was fun to to circle back to yeah. Right. Well, you had quite a few <laughs> transits going on. So, yeah. We are not immune to transits. So, yeah. 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 What's your favorite part and, you know, getting into readings and what do you love best oh. about that? Um, I love meditating on charts honestly and like uh, seeing how many different expressions a person could have lived through mm-hmm. you know throughout their mm-hmm. lives and it can happen in a really short amount of time as well 
you know we can be jumping up and down and you know and how it shows mm-hmm. in our everyday lives and um it's really it's really wonderful you know um and you know when i get into the session i think i i get excited to meet people yeah you know it's i guess my gemini energy mm-hmm. um and then just opening a person up for like multiple ways again of how this like highway of life can be Mm -hmm. showing up and I think just uh directing their focus and attention towards you know whatever however life presents itself because like my favorite houses overall I Mm -hmm. would say would be third and eighth houses Mm -hmm. and what do you like best about the third house? Because it's literally our everyday. Mm-hmm. It's how we process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's often skipped over. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also it's, uh, I'm, I'm studying a lot of uh, material on early childhood development to be a better professional in that you know, because I love children too. And I would love to be able to read for little ones down mm-hmm. the road. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And third house also shows that and shows uh, how we are wiring our nervous system and Absolutely. like not to exist through the lens of, you know, immediate responses as well. Absolutely. It's our being, being able, Yeah. Being mm-hmm. able to filter through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Speaking my language. I love Mm -hmm. that. I'd love to have more child readings. I don't think there's any greater gift. No. Yeah. 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 That's great. And the eighth, tell me about the eighth. What do you love about that? Eighth house. Well, first of all, I come from a family who were helping people throughout centuries. You know, I've been digging into my ancestry as well. Mm-hmm. um and metaphysically think, they were helping people yeah, yeah yeah they were metaphysically helping people uh and I discovered that actually from my dad's side I, I've had astrologers and I didn't know that before that's cool yeah yeah it's so cool and yeah and I was raised with it you know and it's fascinating how eighth house presents itself as well but it's a little concealed so just you know a little bit you know I'm gonna provide a theater quote as well but you know the draping on the stage Mm -hmm. once you get a sneak peek of what's Mm -hmm. on the other side you will never Mm -hmm. look at the theater stage like you did before yeah yeah exactly and it's it's really wonderful because mm-hmm. like you realize how many elements had to come in order to create you as a human as well. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what the chart shows. Yeah. 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 That's the beauty of it. The depth of it. Yeah. Ethos is my favorite too. I love the ethos. Everybody's afraid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and not you- really about death. No, no, it's not. Honestly, I think the synthesis of the third and eighth house for me as a reader as well 
would be that I like my clients are never far from my thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, I I've been really good at you know um, the anonymous you know um, ethics. Yes, and, keeping confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and but still, you know. It's interesting to see people like when I talk about my clients and I talk about how like awesome they are, you know, the people who came to me with a various background, you mm-hmm. know, different ages, you know, so far um, and their experiences, you know, um, it, it's just and like when I tell, you know, my my friends about it, they're like, oh, my God, that's so cool, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's just we, so we, wonderful, and it's, it's such yeah. a gift as well. It is. It is. Speaking of different ages, when you were first training, yes, you were concerned about your age and maybe reading for older people. You know, we had a lot of talks about that. Yeah. Now that you've got some experience under your belt with it, how do you feel now? I feel like. I became way more comfortable, you know. Mm-hmm. reading other people especially those who are older than me mm-hmm. because what I noticed is that my chart would act as unlocking of something from their early 20s as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah I like and it's wonderful you. yeah just yeah, the yeah. astrology <laughs> Yeah, it's not just the astrology. It's about the energy that is flowing between you and yeah. another person. Yeah. Well, that's... Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, before... Because your, like, early 20s are practically the time where you can either decondition, like, shed everything, mm-hmm. or you can become too steeped in the conditioning. hmm yeah. And later on in life, you get, you, you know, you get uh, times when you're again on that, you know, choice journey. Yep. Multiple. And yeah. it's good to be, yeah, yeah. And it's good to be reminded in the way of how, you know, a person who's reading your NATO chart will present themselves. Yeah, exactly. Understanding the cycles and the timing and... And usually people aren't coming yeah. to readings just out of sheer curiosity. You know, there's usually something no. going on. So mm-hmm. wanting to know more about themselves or they're in a crossroads, you know, so it's a, it is yeah. it's sacred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you take it so seriously as you, sh- I mean, as we all should, but the weight of it, you know, how did you navigate through that? That was something that we talked a lot about because you're so conscientious about this and you understand the sacred relationship between a reader of any kind and their client and that's something I love deeply about you but how do how have you walked through that path um well I was presented um with memories from my childhood when my grandma would tell me that people will come to you with problems, you know, or they, they will not even with problems, but they will show up for you to provide 
solutions because that's who you are as a person is going to happen whenever like whatever career you will pick you know um mm. and and it's important for you to hold space for those people and that. yeah yeah so i was presented with these memories and also of course uh channeling my Scorpio energy in the fifth house. <laughs> I love that. The great detective. Yeah, the great detective. Yeah, it helps a lot with analysis, you know, and picking uh, everything, you know, from whatever trusted resources and uh, just synthesizing the chart as you go along and um, being... I mean, like, I also remembered the reading that I had with you. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, because we started working together, you know, a little after that, um, it was so fun because you highlighted <laughs> my intuition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, you need it a lot. So don't, don't doubt yourself. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like all over your chart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So fun. What's the funnest part about readings? I mean, we go deep, but we also have fun, you know, with our clients. What, what's, what's, what makes it fun for you? Um, it makes a lot of fun for me when a person, they want to try something new and they need to, an advice of what, what it can be, you know, according to specifically the time and place where you were born and who you were born as, mm -hmm. you know, um, and with the upbringing that you had because it's all reflected uh so i love providing context on what one can cultivate as a creative talent mm -hmm. for themselves and it's also important to remember that even everything literally everything can be a creative talent you know Absolutely. we are creative beings mm -hmm. yeah a lot of people think the fifth house is just arts or sports, you know, and it yeah. can be any kind of expression of self. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually read the chart for someone. Um, just, you know, it was like for fun and giggles because they're the friend of my friend and mm -hmm. their creator and TikTok. Um, mm -hmm. And they cultivate the aesthetic of uh rising up from the bed mm, mm -hmm. and their chart reflects that so that's oh, how they channel their creativity <laughs> i love that i love that That's fine that you, uh, <laughs> I love it when that happens. Yeah. Well, yeah. One, of, one of the things in readings, like, because we 
especially for you guys, you don't you don't know the people coming in. But natal charts, we tend not to know people when they come to you for a reading. Yeah, no. Locus I, I I actually did not know anyone. Like, and I think mm -hmm. most of the people who I read for were not even a part of Discord at that time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it's a little nerve wracking for anyone to sit and take notes on a chart, meditate on the chart, and then have that person in front of them. And there's little signals, right? We get, from, mm -hmm. what are your favorite, like little knowings besides them saying, oh my God, that's me. But <laughs> sometimes it's a giggle or a gasp. What's your favorite when you know you're, you're like, you just nailed it um it it would be it, it would be tell me more oh you know, phrased like differently that. yeah i like that because you know that they're on the roll mm -hmm. and i am on the roll mm -hmm. when that energy clicks mm -hmm. you know yeah oh that's a great feeling yeah 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 I, li I like the chuckles. Mm -hmm. they, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> they're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, the so. chuckles too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love, I love your commitment. This is one of the things I've loved about you since you were like just taking my classes was your dedication to helping people lean into their their potentials and and how to kind of alchemize life situations into things that have more meaning you know and and to take maybe some yeah. of those challenges and because you know that's my mo and the fact that you're on that track i just love that um what is your hope at the end of every reading for your client you know with that in mind you know what's your hope that people walk, you know, what do you want them to walk away with? I want people to walk away with a feeling that the space was held for them. Mm -hmm. um, and also that there is always tomorrow to achieve something that you did not, you know, that you maybe just you know kind of abandoned for a bit you know because we also see it in the chart mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's no failure there's learning and growing yep mm -hmm. yeah there's learning and growing and that's that's one of the things that uh i hope that people are walking away with i love that i love that yeah barbara corkin likes to say you know look um you know there's there's always chance it's not about when you start you know and what was it judge judy said if you didn't make it in your 20s you can make it in your 30s if you didn't make it in your 30s you can make it in your 40s if you didn't make it in 40s you can make it in 50s you can make it in your 50s you can make it in your 60s 70s 80s so yeah. Turner fruits yep you know <laughs> yep he was what 80 90 that was wild, you know. So it's it's a collective experience. Yeah, and also 
Honestly, I would say that one of the things that people get out of NATO chart readings is um, just understanding how important it is to try things and see it up for yourself through your unique perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and um, also just being more aware of time and how you can use it to your be best advantage as well overall yeah. yeah yeah so when you talk about trying new things from their perspective yeah what would be like an example what would be something that might come up in a reading um well in one of my last readings um it was that um, a person has tried a lot of expressions of their fifth house and I suggested a few more because they're like, oh my God, I, I wonder what else can I do? You know, it feels like mm -hmm. I, I lived I lived a thousand lives and I'm like, yeah, that's welcome, welcome to being human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Live a thousand more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we get taught to, you know, by society and culture and what have you, that there's just, you know, this limited box, you know. And there's always routes to expression. Mm -hmm. There's always new games to play. Oh yeah, for sure. And especially discovering them through switching your lens on the environment that you're in as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's the magic also of, of, of the first house as well, shape-shifting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, yeah growing, self-actualizing. You're never the same person day to day. Your core, you got your core, but it evolves, you know? Yeah, it does. Yeah, which is super cool. Well, let's evolve <laughs> together, guys. Right? <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> That's the hope. That's what we're here to help people do, right? To help them yep. tap in, into themselves and their their higher beings and inner beings however you want to call it yeah but, um, so now we've started ob observing the transit readings and the sinistry readings and the year ahead readings which this mm -hmm. observation is going to go on for a while but um which one's been more interesting for you to observe um year ahead mm -hmm. um i mean because also it, it involves transits right so uh yeah, yeah so it's like two in one pack yeah it is yeah it's a two in one pack for sure yeah you start uh, with the transits yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it's it's wonderful to see what what are the perspectives lying ahead mm -hmm. of you yeah, and I'm really excited to in slowly incorporating that into my natal readings as well, you know, as a little treat for everyone as well. 
well, not a year ahead, but yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the I do that in natal readings. Yeah, I do that yeah. in natal readings. If yeah. I see, if I see, and and this is how everybody was trained. If you see something like if there's a Pluto transit, or Venus transit, or Mars transit, you know, anything that's coming right up, mm-hmm. you know, that people are usually feeling that energy anyway and that's probably why they put the reading they'll be like i don't feel like myself well that's because there is a train coming yeah (laughs) but i think my favorite thing is when i get people who've lived through some pretty gnarly transits and they're at the end of it or it's passed a couple of years ago they're like so you know how it was in 2017 they'll be like oh my god yes be like, you <laughs> never have to deal with that again <laughs> it's done <laughs> it's done you'll never have to deal with another year like that ever again in your lifetime <laughs> that is like my favorite thing <laughs> yeah reassuring of course mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you've been through something traumatic, you kind of wait for it to happen again, you know? hmm Yeah. Okay, I have a car going off outside my house, so feel free to talk, Rita. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and again, you know, about the uh, feeling the train coming, it's also our third house being able to decipher mm-hmm. what the hell is going on around us mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and through you know again astrology the attempt to debunk it will happen because they'll say well people always say this cardboard cut out you know interpretation and people aren't quite like that and then in psychology there's a little pushback on self-actualization i noticed um i've been seeing a couple articles coming up of don't try to find your authentic self and i think they were really poorly worded articles in that people try to reach their quote-unquote full potential which is impossible right if if you reach that there's only one place to go yeah that's down so (laughs) then you get into entropy and we don't want that but I I think it's so dangerous to say that we we can step by step grow and unfold our consciousness with time and practice that's why these are life practices whether you're manifesting or you're um, you know and this is the new moon episode so you know We've talked a lot about manifesting and what it actually is. And that third house plays such a big role in that. Now you were raised steeped in metaphysics. Like it's just been part of your life, um, which I knew the minute you opened your mouth and you started talking, you didn't even have to tell me. (laughs) I was like, this girl is young and she knows this stuff. Okay, she's she was raised around it. Um, <laughs> I was just like, I know. Minute you told me, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> your family has this like cool history, which I dig so much. But anyway, um, the conscious unfoldment um, happens over time, right? Mm-hmm. So we started that. Um, what 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 do you do when you're looking at that third house and 
you know, somebody's maybe having epiphanies or an awakening, their consciousness is starting to shift um, because they're kind of at a crucial timing space. How are some of the ways you convey their options? I mean, it would be through seeing um, what, because also third house is our childhood, it would be seeing uh, indicators of how it could have went Mm -hmm. and what is the person reacting to and what are they looking forward to and, you know, what do they like to digest? Mm -hmm. Yeah, information-wise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, how, and how it all conveys to them, you know? Because universe, like, if you are um, somewhere without any electronics, without anything, like, universe will not start sending you signs of, you know, angel numbers, whatever, like, looking at your phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Or license when, plate numbers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When like yeah. you're in the middle of nowhere or you're not in the city where, you know, like there's a lot of cars going, you know, in area <laughs> of the city, it won't happen. Mm-hmm. And if you were raised with um really strong connection with animals, mm-hmm. they would most likely send you animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah plants anything you know I was walking the other day and the bird pooped on me (laughs) while I was taking a picture of a turkey actually that was running around (laughs) it was quite poetic and I I was raised with and I was actually raised near a bird uh, pigeon house uh, facility like my neighbors from a different like yard like when I was living in Moscow they had like a huge pigeon house going on and I was like always startled by it I was like oh my god I want to be like a pigeon I love that I love that yeah yeah there's always signs and signals if we are open Mm -hmm. I love that and the third house is exactly we'll show that absolutely so speaking of Moscow so you were born in the states and you spent time in Moscow and then you came back to the States. Mm-hmm. So you're very much an internationalist um, in that, you know, the more we travel that ninth house, yeah, it expands our consciousness in different ways. Um, how do you think that's helped you with astrological interpretation? I can see through propaganda so well yeah right (laughs) (laughs) because I was like torn like I was walking on the tight rope between two like um just shuttling um you know shattering empires Mm -hmm. they were trying to convince people from either side that you know one is better than the other Mm -hmm. um and it's it was interesting to see um how like this showed up and especially it impacted my childhood as well, because like I was known for being either an American girl in Moscow or being a Russian girl in New York. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like my thing. Right. 
yeah 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 and also actually interestingly enough just to sort of circle back to um i also love to see how siblings impact our lives Mm, because mm -hmm. I had a tremendously different life from my siblings both of my siblings mm, mm -hmm. yeah and, and yeah yeah because I was not scared to go into trial and error on mm -hmm. a common sense basis you know mm -hmm. that is such a sixth house sad mean thing to say <laughs> <laughs> And when you say that, like, what, what were some of the experiences that helped you expand that way? Um, not being scared mm -hmm. to go ag against established values. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, and, and like uh, they all saw. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, and that's why I really loved Lori's approach to astrology, because I was just fed up with Hellenists and everyone. Yeah, I mean, if we want to smash the patriarchy, maybe not using patriarchal interpretations as a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's for yeah. doing both. Yeah. I also love to actually intertwine mythology into my storytelling in astrology, mm -hmm. like of different different nations as well. Yes. I love that. Yeah. I get tired of the Greek myths. Yeah. Oh my God. Especially like when people who comment on our astrology readings are indigenous people. Yeah. Like for real, like why would we mm -hmm. necessarily tell them the story of the colonizer again? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like let's empower them through mm -hmm. the lens that they possess, a absolutely stunning lens. Absolutely, yeah. In their yeah. DNA, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and we do, we get clients from all walks of life, all mm -hmm. backgrounds, all different kinds of occupations, different cultural backgrounds, um, people who are multicultural, multi-ethnic. Um, I love that. It's like, yeah. it's really cool, the different people we get to meet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's important to have a lot of good stories in your arsenal to use as yep. a metaphor and analogies. And you yep. do that really well. You're very present in readings. You're very locked into the person. I love that. Um, there's a very safe container. It's a very uh, uplifting, but realistic, very pragmatic, which is what I love. Because I'm not a high, as you know, you guys all know, yeah. I'm not a high vibes only people. You know, that that's not it. Yeah. Why would you focus on the oppression? <laughs> you know? No, yeah, exactly when you can liberate yourself a little bit and it takes time it takes mm -hmm. time but yeah mm -hmm. you're, you're remarkable I really enjoy you I love I love observing your readings so oh my god it's such an honor <laughs> I do I've always enjoyed your interpretation yeah you wouldn't be doing it if I didn't <laughs> I know 
But no, I, each one of you is so remarkable in your own individual way of expressing. And that's why we do these little interviews. I want people to get to know you. Mm-hmm. So, and, and for all the people, I just have to say this because I've been getting a lot of comments on TikTok of people wanting me to do the natal readings. Um, I have trained people for a reason and they have had to jump through quite a lot of hoops. Um, it was quite rigorous training. Um, read us at the end stage where it's just observed hours to get feedback and it's requested feedback. Okay. I already know she can read a chart. Everybody had to know how to read a chart to start with. It's been just the professional development, just having somebody to talk to about it, um, ask questions before a reading, and then observation for support. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. that's what it's there for. So none of the readers are chopped liver. If I didn't think they could give a remarkable reading that could be transformational they would not be doing it and this will probably be i don't care who you go to whether it's rita or jen or casey or mackenzie or even if i go back to doing natal readings which maybe once the girls start doing some transits and i say girls just because i'm the old girl here um that you are getting a remarkable experience. Mm-hmm. And we are equipped to read you as, as unique as you are, as unique as you can get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Far more in depth than what most people do because they're using my system for reading. <clears throat> so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. crafted by yours only yeah crafted by me because well i wanted it to be more effective and more efficient as well as deep and there was yep. no system for reading back in the day yep it was wild so yeah so i just want people to know that that's why we do these such a pleasure to have you here my dear Oi, thank you so much. Oh, I started talking Russian to you. You see, I, we're, I'm getting too comfortable. Oh, that's funny. What did, I, I missed the Russian part. What did you, what were you going to say? I was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> it's oi in Russian. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I love that. I, yeah. Well, what's you saw I had a troll that I was pretty sure was a, a bot troll. Oh, my God. And did you see that screenshot? Because I, I went and I found yeah. the word for troll in Russian and I put it in the, yeah. I copied it off Google Translate. And I, put it I, 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 lo- I love that, Lori. <laughs> it's so wonderful to see you doing those things. Right. <laughs> I put a screenshot in for Rita. I'm like, yeah, this is for you, Rita. <laughs> I was like, hey, troll. Yeah. They yeah. didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> they Ooh, were, they were they caught? Were they caught? I don't know. 
I don't yeah. know. I mean, I mean, Russian intelligence service is not as intelligent as you guys think. If you know you're deep into Russian propaganda, right? And I'm not uh, gonna tell you how I know, but I know. Right. Oh, I know you know. But yes, here though, I I can tell when it's. Yeah, I can tell. Knowing how to read through propaganda is very, very, very important. So. Yep. It's a skill. Yep. So yeah. But yeah. anyway, always a pleasure. And always a pleasure. We'll have you guys on again. And uh we'll do a mod talk again too. Yay! Yay! Thank you for having me here, Lori. It's just my joy and my pleasure. Thank you for being here, Rita. All right, how do we prepare for this new moon? And what about manifesting? We're going to talk about that a little bit here to round off this podcast episode. So the new moon is volatile globally. I talked about that, but let's raise the vibe up just a little bit. Now on a personal level, this can be amazingly dynamic, very creative, and help you kickstart a new reality for yourself. Capricorn governs manifestation, okay? And what is manifest? It is to be revealed. It manifests the crystallization, incarnation of form when we look at esoteric astrology. Jupiter is all about expansion and Aries is um, expanding of self, identity expansion and initiatory energy. And so we are at odds and creating friction to birth forth, to create something new, a new foundation for self and other. So how do you prepare for the new moon? Well, from now until the new moon, you want to clean. You want to do a deep clean on your living space. And it's really easy for things to pile up fast, right? I know it is for me. And if you haven't already been compelled to clean, because I don't know, when the moon was in Virgo, I just felt compelled to clean. And I deep cleaned. And I did so in a ritualistic manner. Meaning as I cleaned um, each surface, I was clearing away energy from me. You know, any of the doubts, worries, fears, um, anger, resentment, anything in the way, anything in the way. I was clearing it out. And you don't want to just clear something out. People always ask, how do I clear the negative energy? Well, it's one thing to clear it, but nature hates a vacuum. You want to set the intention for what energy replaces it. And so when I, if I cleared resentment, I was placing ease and satisfaction. Um, If I was clearing disappointment, I was replacing with celebration. If I was clearing discomfort, then I was putting in um, peace. If I was clearing um, anger, I was putting in love and joy. Loneliness. 
was putting in belonging. Um, Frustration, another one could be inspiration. Clarity. If I was clearing away confusion, that's what I see cobwebs as in dust bunnies, is confusion. So I would say, okay, I'm clearing out the confusion and I'm bringing in the clarity and, and being deliberate in that way. And I spent several days taking care of my space because I hadn't done a deep clean in a while. You know, I tidied up, but I hadn't done a deep clean. So I really dug into it and um, rearranged the furniture, changed the space to where it felt better. It had been feeling a little confining. I opened up the space and it's just looking lovely right now. Very, very happy with it. Um, That was getting me ready for the new moon so that when I do the new moon intentions, I have the space to receive. Now, this will also, especially since, you know, a good part of the weekend is great time to work on the space um, that you live in. And if you are overwhelmed by your space, because it can be overwhelming. Those of you who have a lot of Libra in your chart, um, if you're not satisfied with life, if you're feeling, um, especially if you have a Libra moon, any of the air sign moons, but a Libra moon especially, if you're dissatisfied emotionally, it'll show up in your space, you know, so everything will get cluttered and, and, Um, Because you show your dissatisfaction and your unhappiness in your appearance and surroundings. So it's really important to, if you want to switch that up, to just tackle it. And how you tackle it is you pick a corner. And there's always a room that you'll like to start out in. For me, I I like to start in um, in my kitchen. The kitchen is everything to me. I get that clean, I can go on a roll. And um, once I get the whole thing done, then, then I bake bread. You know, I bake bread, I make something. And that is another kind of ritual, you know. The whole act of watching the ingredients foment and become dough and then rise and then shaping the bread and cloaking the bread and putting it on the baking stone and having it come to a golden perfection and bringing it out, waiting it to cool just enough to cut it and put, touch my hands to it and then putting that butter on. Oh, and that is symbolic of the process of manifestation and then enjoying the rewards. A lot of times people think manifestation is just about the writing things down and the wishing. And really, that's not how it works. It takes a combination of things. There's some action that needs to be done. Now, some of that action is um, being making yourself available to receive. You know, um, if if you don't have a bank a bank account, it's hard to receive money, right? You know, and, and there's lots of reasons people don't have them, and so then you have to get creative. How else can you have money? You know. Until you can get that account. We can't just leapfrog. The, the idea of quantum leaps is dangerous. Yes, there are times we can quantum leap. And yet we can so stretch our reality in that, 
that it either we bounce back or, you know, hard, like a reverb, or we don't know quite what to do with ourselves when it works. And I've done quantum leaps. I sure have. And it's very Hoovian and it's, um, or even like in Harry Potter where they splinched, you know, when they were using the flu powder, the flu network. Yeah, you can, you can splinch and it's a wild thing when that happens. So with this moon, it's happening at the very early degrees of Capricorn. It's a one degree and it's squaring off with Jupiter at zero degrees. And now it's a separating square once the moon is new. And so that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. That, that makes it a teeny, 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 tiny bit less intense. It's so teeny, teeny, tiny. Still going to be intense. But that gives you the ability to create a new pathway forward. And it's a bit like a detonation. Okay. So there will be some kind of radical shift and you want to have the capacity to move into that. But it's the beginning stage. And one of the most radical acts you could do is accept yourself. One of the most radical acts you can do is appreciate yourself. One of the most radical things you can do is stop beating yourself up. Stop being the oppressor. Stop playing out those old thought forms. Stop playing out the patterns that got you stuck in the first place. If all you do is you look in the mirror and you say, hey, you know what? You're all right. You're just okay. I think you'll do. That's plenty. You know, because if you can't say, hey, I love me. Thank you, me. If you can't do that, that's okay. Just look in the mirror and say, you're all right. You'll do. You pass. There you go. That's you. You, You've passed muster. You'll be all right. You'll be okay. Even if you're not okay right now. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to know that things will be okay. And it's okay not to know how. You don't need to know the how. You don't have to sit in your frontal lobe and try to have every little detail figured out. You have to know what you want in your security and what it does for you. So just wanting money or a new job or a new relationship or a new puppy or, or, or none of that is enough clarity and all of it is external. What does contentment feel like inside? Do you know? Have you felt contentment even for a moment? A moment, a fleeting moment. Have you ever felt any kind of ease or peace? It might have been a long time ago. But if you've ever felt it just for a nanosecond, that's a feeling you can tune into. And that's the clarity you need. What does what you want give you? What does it do for you? Okay. That's what you want to tune into. As you prepare for this new moon, what should you manifest? I love getting asked that question. You know, unless I've worked with you, unless I've read your chart or you're one of my students, I can't tell you what you should manifest. I know there's probably people saying, don't, don't manifest or people trying to tell you what you should. But here's the deal. Really only you can know that. 
If you want more money, it's because you want to feel secure. You want to feel ease. If you don't want to feel anxious, you want peace. If you don't want to worry, you want peace of mind. If you want um, a new relationship, you're looking to be loved and feel valued, right? If you um, want to move, there's a feeling. Associate, you don't want just anything, right? You don't just want to take anything. There's something specific you're looking for. If you want people to be able to see you, hear you, understand you, well, you want to feel real. But you see, no one can make you feel real except you. And so what I would do from now until the new moon is really find some memories, good memories, memories where you had a moment, you had a moment and feel into your body. What did that moment feel like? What is, what was the smells around you? Really get into it. Can you recreate it? Did it, did, was there a smell of some kind of perfume or cooking or maybe you're by the seaside or up in the mountains and the air was a different kind of um, aroma? What did you feel like inside your body? Did your heart warm up? Did you, were your shoulders like not up around your ears? Were they down and relaxed? Could, did your chest feel loose and at ease and set it tight and worked up? Did you just feel like a limp noodle out of all the relaxation? Kind of like how you feel when you get out of the pool, right? Did it feel like warm jammies coming out of the dryer? Or jumping into cold sheets and warming up under a blankie? Did it feel like springtime or summer? Was there a breeze? What did it feel like to have the sun on your face? Did you ever have a moment after a good cry and it was just that quiet space and then a twinkle of something catches your eye or a rainbow or a prismatic color came out or a hummingbird or a ladybug showed up and all of a sudden you knew it would be okay. What did that feel like? To be in awe, inspired, grateful, appreciative, happy. Find the memory and feel it in your body. And that's what you're looking for. Now, if you're a patron, look forward to a special podcast, just patron-only podcast, where I'm going to give you where to focus depending on where this new moon happens in your astrology chart. So we'll go through the houses on that, all right? And I'll give you some more details and maybe uh, a ritual to go with the house. That might help if it, if it resonates. Don't just do things because I tell you to do them. If it resonates, do it. If it doesn't, do it your own way. That There's nothing wrong with that, okay? You know, we're moving into an era where we need to... Uh, trust our own wisdom while we learn how we're going about our lives, where we trust our inner wisdom and we join with people having trust in ourselves, not seeking uh, 
all the truth and the answers from someone else. Remember, I'm just a guide on on the side. If I can help you walk a little while, well, then it is my honor and my pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're a patron, thank you so much for your support. I'll talk to you on the next episode of the Awake Space Astrology Podcast. Thank you.